Welcome everyone to the Ave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Pe Bet. We will begin on Daf Pe Aleph Amubet at the Mishnah on the bottom. It says the Mishnah as follows Nitma Shalem Orbo. If an entire Korban Tameh got Korban Pesach got Tameh, or or only partial, most of it. So we burn it in front of the Beit Hamikdash. and the wood that's used to burn it comes from the Ma'alacha, which is the wood that is stored to be um, burnt on the Mizbeach. In the Beit Hamikdash, they have, they have a storage house of wood. And that storage has the wood used to keep a fire burning on the Mizbech. Some of those woods are used to burn any Korban Pesach that got Tamed. What if only part of the Pesach got burnt? Vinotar. Notar is a new case. Notar is a case where you had a Korban Pesach and you left it too long. You left it till the morning. Then, the leftover Korban Pesach or a partially Tamed Korban Pesach is not burnt in the Beit HaMikdash with the wood of the Marachah, but rather in the courtyards of Jerusalem or Al or on the roofs of Jerusalem. And they have to use, supply their own wood. They cannot use wood that are stored in the Beit HaMikdash wood. Now, the reason why, but when it comes to the kaitzanim, if you have people who are cheap and they don't want to pay for the wood, then then you even the, a little bit, you'll burn in front of the bida, which is in front of in the Beit Hamikdash, but it's really not the. In order to use the to use them, so they, they will be able to use, do it over there. Now, part of the part of the of the meat of the animal became tummy. Well. I'm assuming is that they cut up the animal in order to eat it. When when they give binyamin uh, a piece of the animal, they're not telling you here take a bite of a whole animal. Right? They're going to cut off a piece of the animal and give it to everybody. So they cut off a, a steak to give to you. Or they cut off a leg to give to him. To eat. Everyone's eating different parts of the animal, right? If one of the parts of the animal got to me, but it's not rove, then they have to follow this procedure. Okay. Says the Gemara. Now it's very interesting that we have a spe- separate law for people who are cheap. Okay. My Tama. Now, why is it that we do, if the whole thing gets Tamead, we do it by the, in front of the Bira? So the answer to that is. This is in order to embarrass the guy. Why? 
because we're assuming that if most of the animal got tameh, they weren't being careful enough with it. If a tiny drop got tameh, it could happen. And therefore, it's okay if you make a small deal. But if we're making a big deal, and they come to the bathroom, people, everyone who comes to the bathroom, she's, what are they doing there? Oh, that's uh, Korban Pesach. What, who's Korban Pesach? Habers. What happened to it? Oh, it got tamehified. Dechilak. It's embarrassing. And therefore, that'll prevent it from happening again. Says the Gemara, we quoted the Mishnah, Nitmami Uto. If it got partially tamed, they used their own wood. Very mean who I'll show you the from a different Mishnah that it's not true. Our Mishnah said they used their own wood, but look at this. It says, If a guy left Yerushalayim, and he remembers that he has uh, meat from a carbon with him. He had a carbon, there was a piece of meat that was supposed to eat in Yerushalayim. He left, he had it with him, he's not allowed to leave it with Yerushalayim with it. If he placed a place called Sofim, where it's pretty far from the Beit HaMikdash, so you could burn it where you are, make a fire where you are and burn it. But if you did not pass the place called Sofim, then you got to go back. You burn it in front of the Birah. Now, over here, we're talking about a case where it's a small amount. So what's going on? Amar Abhamabar Ukba Rabhamba says Lo Kasha. Khan Bahnasai Khan Rabalabayid. And in in the Mishnah where we let the guy burn it uh with the with the wood of the Beta Mikdash, even though it's a small amount, we're talking about a case where the guy is visiting Yerushalayim. And since he's visiting, he doesn't have his own wood, so we let him do it in the Beit HaMikdash, even though it's a small amount. Khan Balabait. Uh, well, the other one is talking about the case of a Balabait. Since it's a Balabait, and he's a Jerusalem dweller, so Jerusalem dwellers, we do not bother them. And we make them, we do not make them go to the Beit HaMikdash, we let them do it in their own place. Good. That's the answer of Rucham Ba'ukva. Answer number two, where Papa Amar, Haba Haba Achnasai. Both missionaries are talking about, about uh, Achnasai. Achnasai is a guest. Kan Shechzik Baderech. Kan Shelochzik Baderech. One's talking about a case where he started walking, and since he started walking, You know, make him come back. So even, even though we make him come back and go to the Beit Mikdash, but when you started walking, we're not going to make you come back and also look for wood. Come back, go straight to the Beit Mikdash. If he didn't start walking at all, and they make you look for wood. Rav Zabidamar, answer number three. Really, you were talking about the case that we said before. One's talking about a case of a guest. One's talking about a case of a resident. Right? And even though he didn't start walking, they'll still allow him to go to the Beit HaMikdash. 
Since a guy who's a guest does not have wood with him, even though in his house he has wood, but he doesn't have wood with him, they made him like a cheap guy. Like we said in the Mishnah, which means that this, this concept of being cheap doesn't have to be the guy who's actually cheap, a cheap type of guy. It could be a guy who's not cheap, just he doesn't have his, he doesn't have his stuff with him. He has his wood in his house in, in, in Haifa, so you're not going to count him. It says, it says when it comes to the the people who we allow them, what happens if the guy decides? He's a cheap guy, and the, he was being cheap, and the rabbi said, okay, uh, take it to Beth Mekdash, you can burn it in the Beth Mekdash. And the guy to change his mind, he you know something, I don't want to. I'm going to burn it in my yard. And I'll take the wood of the Beit HaMikdash to go burn it in my yard. And Shomim Lahem, we don't let him. Okay? Another case is the Brita. Let's say the guy says, you know something? I'll burn it in the Beit HaMikdash, but I don't want to be cheap. I regret having those feelings of cheapness that I expressed to you guys beforehand. I now want to bring, I'll, I'll pay for wood. And Shomim, we don't let him. Is going to analyze. I understand why we don't let you take some of the wood of the Beit Mikdash and bring it to your courtyard and do it in your, burn in your own courtyard. Because maybe you'll burn it, then you'll have leftover wood, and you might use that leftover wood for your for something else, and that's asur to use Beit Mikdash wood for other things. So that we understand. That's pretty clear. But why, why would they reject an offer to use someone's own wood in, in the Beth HaMikdash? What's wrong with that? Rav Yosef Omer, Machloket Rav Yosef and Rava. Rav Yosef Omer, Because if we let a guy bring his own wood to the Beth HaMikdash, the other guys in the Beth HaMikdash who aren't bringing their own wood, are now going to start feeling bad that they're not using their own wood. And therefore, since the whole idea is to make sure it gets burnt properly, and even cheap people should have a way to do it. So therefore, when you let one guy bring his own wood, now all of a sudden everyone else feels bad, so therefore we don't do it. That's of Yosef's reason. Ravama Hashad. Rava's worried about something else. Rava says, if we let this fellow <coughs> bring his own wood from his house to the Beit HaMikdash, if there's extra wood, he's allowed to take it home because it was his wood to start with. And if he takes it home, people are saying, you saw this guy? He took wood to the Beit HaMikdash for his house. And they're not going to know that it was his wood. And therefore, we don't let him bring it. Okay? That's Rava's reason. When Rabbi Yosef was worried about embarrassing people, and Rava was worried about suspecting people. My benayu, what's the difference halachically between the two reasons? What happens if the guy brought dried palm branches? Why? 
because if he brings these dried pine branches, which are not part of the usual woods of the Bet Mikdash, so then, if the reason is because we embarrass other people, then we still can embarrass other people. But if the reason is because we're afraid people are going to suspect you, when you go home with these palm branches which don't look like the regular Bet Mikdash palm branches, no one's going to suspect you because it doesn't look similar. And therefore, had the re- if the reason is because of Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef will say, you can let him. Right. But if you ask Rabbi, well, he will not let. So you understand this clear or no? Yeah. Good. Beautiful. Says the Gemara Afa. Tanan Hatam. We learned in a Mishnah. Rosh HaMa'amad Haya Ma'amid Et Tameim. Tanan Hatam. We have a Mishnah in Masechet Tamid that says the following. It says that every morning, they used to do the Korban Tamid every morning in the, in the morning, right? And after they did the Ketoret, and the, they, they did the, the Nerot, the Bet Mikdash, Rosh HaMa'amad, the head of the group, because there's 24 groups of Kohanim, and each group had its own head. Haya Ma'amid et HaTime'im al Shalom Mizrach. Anyone from that group, again, there's 24 groups of Kohanim, and they have a two-week duty in the Beit HaMikdash. What if there's someone from the two-week duty who's Tameh, and therefore he's not able to do the Avodah, so he's not going to be able to do it. So the Rosh Ahmad would put him in the morning, he would make him stand by the, the eastern gate to stand there to watch the whole thing. Okay, My time, Why would they make the guy stand there? He's not doing anything. I'm Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says over there, we want to embarrass him. What? We want to embarrass the guy. How could you not be careful to get Tamerified when it's your week to be in the Beit HaMikdash? That's what Rav Yosef says. Rav says, similar idea also, because we don't want anyone to suspect him. We don't want anyone to suspect him that maybe uh, they're going to say, hey, where's Eli? Isn't he part of this? Isn't he part of this Mahamad? Isn't he part of this group of Kwanim? Oh, Eli, <laughs> he's in Orlando probably. Meanwhile, Hazid, he's not in Orlando at the trade show. He would never, he would never miss the Beth Magdash for the trade show. He's going to be, uh, he, he's here because he's, um, he's, he's, he's Tameh. So the Rosh Akal would put him on the front so everyone says, no, no, he's not in the trade show. He's here, he must be Tameh. Okay? So two different reasons. That's Rabbi. My Benayu, what's the difference between the two reasons? One difference is, if you have a guy who has no job, if you have a guy who has no job, according to Rava, who says we want to make sure that no one suspects him, we're never going to suspect him anyway. He never had a job in the first place. Then, Rava would say, we don't have to put him there. But Rav Yosef would say, if you want to embarrass him, then we would put him there. Because that's one difference. Inami, if the guy has an easy job, his job, right? And since it's easy and you don't make much money, no one's going to think, you know, this guy doesn't have a trade show to go to. This guy's doing nothing. He's, he's an Uber driver or he's doing something. Well, no one's going to think, oh, he needs to drive his Uber. And therefore, Rava would say, you don't have to put him up there. But we also say we still have to put him up there because we have to embarrass him. Okay. Brand new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah as follows. Ha Pesach Shiasa Onitma. You have a Korban Pesach 
שיצא, left Yerushalayim, or נתמה, or got tamefied, yasaref miyad, it has to be burnt immediately. Okay? Even on the 14th of Nisan, we're going to take it out and burn it. If we left Yerushalayim. Or Gatamer. If the Korban didn't Gatamer, but the owners Gatamer, or Shemetu, the owners died, then Then we allow it to spoil. Leave it out till it spoils. And you'll burn it on the 16th. According to Tanakama, we saw the Shasah. He disagrees and he says both of them get burnt right away. Since there's no eaters, he says as we burnt immediately. Says the Gemara. I understand why the Tameh case. The Pasuk says, We got a Pasuk by Tameh that says, And the meat of any touch Tameh, don't eat it, you burn in fire. And that's how we know that it has to get burnt. What Pasuk teaches you that when a Korban left the bed, left Yerushalayim, or left wherever it's allowed to stay in, either Bet Mikdash for certain Korbanot, certain Korbanot not allowed to leave Bet Mikdash, and certain Korbanot not allowed to leave Yerushalayim. Any Korban, we learned in the Mishnah that any Korban that left wherever it's supposed to be, we call that left Mechitzatan. Now, when we say the word Mechitzat, we don't mean the actual Mechitzat, it means where they're supposed to be. It left where it's supposed to be. How do we know that that gets burnt? It says in the biblical verse, <coughs> It says by Ano. Now, this is talking about the Seir Rosh Chodesh. Now, there's a famous story of the Seir Rosh Chodesh, where after Nadav and Avihu died, okay, it was the eighth day of the inauguration ceremony of the Beth Midrash, Yom HaShemini, and Nadav and Avihu got killed on that day for whatever reason they got killed, okay? And now, Aaron and his sons are supposed to bring three goats for a khatat. For a khatat. One was a Rosh Chodesh goat. The, the other was the goat of the Nasi of that day. And the third one was the regular Izim the khatat. Okay? And Moshe figured out that the goat of Rosh Chodesh they burnt it, and they didn't eat it. Moshe got angry, and he asked them, how come you didn't eat it? And he said, how come you didn't eat it? We didn't bring their blood inside the Kodesh Kodeshim, inside the Kodesh, which would make it, make it Pasul. So I don't told him back the following words, which is not so clear what they mean, but he told him back, if we didn't bring... Hen hayom hekrivu et chatatam et olatam, so we'll see soon what Aaron answered him back. But either way, the Gemara is going to explain it in a second. But either way, the, Gemara, the Pasuk says that Moshe told him, we, you didn't bring the blood into the Kodesh inside. <coughs> right? Amalo Moshe Aaron. 
Moshe told Aharon, Love. So Aaron answered, so, I'm sorry, Moshe, Aaron answered back, No, no, I didn't bring the blood inside the Kodesh. Because Moshe asked, Did you bring the blood inside the Kodesh? Aaron answered, No, I didn't. So Moshe told, so Moshe told him, Maybe you took it outside the Mechitza, and that's why you're burning it. And he's like, uh, Moshe's trying to be down the cuff school. First he said, Oh, maybe you took the, the, the blood inside, that's why you had to burn it. He says, No, I didn't. Then he says, maybe you took it outside. I'm like, oh, he said, no. By Kodesh, I He says, no, I was in the Kodesh. I'm In the Kodesh, I Then he asked him, why didn't you eat it? And then that's what he answered. We see from the question, the Enafka that had it gone out, Enami, Ayel, Damalafim, or had the blood gone in, but you should have burnt it. And therefore, that from this pasuk we see that anything that left where it's supposed to stay has to get burnt. Okay. I understand when it comes to something got tamafied. Gali kalim, koshkim kochim kalim. So since the pasuk that we're learning from about tamafiable is on a koche kalim, a not super holy carbon, a regular holy carbon. There's two, there's different types of carbon. There's koche kalim, which sometimes uh, regular people can eat from. There's koche kochim that only kohanim can eat from, or 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 go on the, or olas, right? So I understand when you tell me the rule of tameh by koche kalim, koshkin koshkin. So we make a kavachomer, and if if we have if we are so strict to burn. A carbon it's Kuchek Kalim, certainly we'll do it by Kuchek Kochim, so therefore we could learn for both. Ela Yotzeh, but when it comes to when it goes out, Ashkan Kuchek Kochim, Kuchek Kalim Minalan, the whole source is this Pasuk that we just said by Aaron. That was Kodesh Kodashim. So how will we learn from there to the carbon Pesach, which only Kuchek Kalim? You didn't get that. Let's get that clear. Again. The source was saying now that a korban that leaves its intended designated area, that it has to be burnt, is from the story of the seir of the Rosh Chodesh of Aharon. Now that seir Rosh Chodesh of Aharon is a kochek kochim, the higher level holiness. Now, just because you see that a higher level holiness one, when it goes outside of its designated area, needs to be burnt... Does that necessarily follow that a lower Kodesh, when it goes outside, needs to be burnt? Not necessarily. It's, there is no Kalvachomer there. And therefore, why would you teach me the rule, by this case, to learn everywhere else, if it's a higher level of Kodesh? I understand the other way you taught me by a regular, uh, um, irregular Kodesh Kalim, and we learned the Kalvachomer. That was good. But to stop from Kodesh Kalim, you can't learn Kalvachomer the other way. It doesn't work. So why are you doing it? That's question one. The two, and furthermore, another question: Had Tanya this that we learned in a Biraita, Landama, if a, a guy has a carbon, and you left the blood overnight before you before you sprinkled it on the mizbeach, which you're not supposed to do, of course. Turn the page to pay bet amur bet. Or the case could be that nishpachtama. Let's say the fellow let the blood spill. 
or the blood left the Beit Hamikdash. The Where do we get that from? How do you know that? Because we didn't we didn't learn that yet. We only learned about the Basad. The Mar says no. So forget it. Forget that pasuk that I told you before. We're going to learn it from the new new answer from Rabbi Shimon. What's Rabbi Shimon? The Tanya we learned in the Brayta. Rabbi Shimon Amen. Pasuk says, "Bakodesh ba'esh tzaref." Now, if you want to see the actual pasuk, it says like this on the side: "V'chol chatat sheyuva medama." Every chatat that you brought from their blood, el oil moed to the oil moed, the chaper bakodesh, lo tochal don't eat it ba'esh tzaref. So the chatat that's not supposed to go into the kodesh, and you brought it inside to the kodesh, has to be burnt. We learn from here that any chatat that's basul will burn it by Kodesh. And the Ela Zubilvad, I only know about this one alone. Okay, that only teaches us about this one. How do I know about any other korbanot? Tamudumad, the call by Kodesh by Ishtaseref. The Basuk says, the call by Kodesh. Everything by Kodesh by Ishtaseref. And that teaches you that it gets burnt. Everything. Now, Ashkichan Kochek Kochim, Kochek Kalim that's only by ho- very holy sacrifices. Regular holy sacrifices, how do we know? Because you're only by regular, by only by holy, not by regular. Ella, forget it. We have a new thing. Kol Pesule Bakodesh. This that everything gets burnt in any way is Moshe It's not a pasuk. And this that the korban chatat of Aaron that he burnt on that day that Moshe was asking about, that's not teaching us anything, right? We're just learning that because that's what happened. Moshe asked him and he answered him. Says According to that opinion, the Amar who says, There's an opinion about Pigul. Now, Pigul is an, an animal that nothing visible happened wrong to. To look at the, this Korban, everything should really be fine in a Pigul Korban. It's an invisible problem where the Kohen had the wrong thought when he slaughtered it. And he was thinking that he wants to eat it or burn it at the wrong time. Okay? And he had that thought, he ruined it. Right? Over there, ta'un ibur surah. We have to let it spoil before we dispose of it. Minalan, how do we know? Yalif, avon, avon, minotar. Maybe we should burn it. After all, we include everything. Well, says, no, we learn avon, avon, minotar. Why don't we use the, make exashiva avon, avon, from the question of the chatat aron? By chatat aron, they also burnt it. And it says the word avon there too. Amalach, so we said, chatat aron ki gavna nami ibur surah dorot baya. Really, the Chatat Aron 
in a situation like that should really be burnt also, should really need to get spoiled also, should not have been burnt. Right? Over there, it was a special uh, dispensation, which means the rabbis made a special rule only for that time. Now, who could make the special rule exactly? Uh, Moshe was unaware of it. After all, he got upset. So some say it means that Moshe had, had announced before that there's a special rule to burn it and not and not to do the usual rule of leaving it to spoil. And th- then when he asked Aharon, he, Moshe had forgotten the rule. And that's why Aharon reminded him gently that it was supposed to be done. That's the Horat Sha'ah. I think Mara understands at this point. Okay, but again, regular Korbanot, we, l- we know that they get burnt. Okay? Here, we have a Gezerah Sheva, Avon, Avon, when something is messed up, that we messed up a ghoul, that we let it turn over, and let it, let it spoil. Okay? And this over here, by Aaron, where they Burnt it was a special rule, a special different difference over there. Says the Gemara, Hash Darinan Kolps the Kodesh Bistefa. Now that we say that all the Psule Kodesh are burning, Loshna Kochekalim, Loshna Kochekalim, everything gets burnt, whether it's Kochekalim. Then Gemara Gmilan, but and it's and it's Halachalam Moshe Misinai. So then, by Kodesh Beresh Tzaref Lamali, why do I need a pasuk that tells you anything by Kodesh Beresh Tzaref? What do I need it for? It's already Halachal Moshe Misinai. Answer me, no. I'll tell you what you need it for. Haumi Baile Shesefa by Kodesh, telling you where to burn it. When I tell you that Sefa by Kodesh, don't tell you that that Kodesh things. We will learn until now that Kodesh things need to be burnt. Now we're telling you, it's not telling you what needs to be burnt by Kodesh. It's telling you where you should burn it. Burn it in the Beit HaMikdash. Okay? Now, the Pasuk says, And the meat that will touch any time, eh? Right? The Pasuk says, Any basar that touches kotame, don't eat it, you have to burn it. Lamali, what do I need it for? We read learned from Achal Moshe Messinai. Says Gemara, Hahu ligufe etzerich. We need that pasuk for itself. It's not available for other things. It's needed for itself. Why? Sal kadaitach amina. I would have thunk. Kol pesule kodesh kigon lan dama nishpach dama yveyatsa dama nishchat balayla dina besefa. Anytime it's basul, like if you left it overnight, or you spilled the blood, or the blood left, or was slaughtered at night, those things get burnt. Aval nitma, but if it got tameh, dibechulin navi mifsal, because when it got tameh, still, it, even getting something getting tameh is a problem even by not a korban. Even by not a carbon, a, 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 a piece of meat that got tamerified gets tamer. So it's a it's a it's a, like a physical type of thing that everyone understands from chulin. So you might have thought in that case, 
Since you treated it, something happened to it that would ruin even a carb, even a weekday things. Maybe it doesn't need to be burnt. And you could just bury it. Therefore, we have to tell you that even something got tamified, which is it's something that every piece of meat is subject to, still, it needs to be burnt and it cannot be buried. Okay. Should we stop over here? Maybe we'll stop over here. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen, amen. We're stopping at the word.